0: Cult Podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at cultpodcast or Twitter at cultpodcastshow for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley.
1: I'm Marie Bella. It's Marie's <laughs> week. It's my week. And a thing that I'm not going to say that I realized I say every time it's my week is, guys, this is a really good one. Because I listened okay. back to all of our old episodes and I was like, I say that every fucking week. <laughs> But it's just because I'm genuinely really excited every week about every cult, but I need new words. Okay. So someone send me a word of the day calendar and we'll do this.
0: (laughs) Suddenly Marie comes in. She's like the capriciousness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, today we are talking about Buddha field.
0: Yes.
2: And
1: God, on first glance. These people are so beautiful, and this cult looks like so much fun that I was like, where's the issue?
0: You, yeah, you texted me about this, and I was like, so can we join, like, right now?
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel like if I join, my skin will look great, my body will just get on point. I just get to fuck a lot of hot dudes? Well, (laughs) you don't, though. Damn it. They kind of fuck each other. Okay, we'll get to this. Okay, okay, okay. So... Budafield is an alternative community. It was founded in the 80s in West Hollywood. Yeah, So you can only imagine, again, like, all beautiful people, mostly gay men. Hey, girl. It looks like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> they are frolicking. And they are in... The footage they show, a lot of it is, like, in waterfalls, topless, like, running around in the fields, like... And none of them are on drugs, what yeah and they say like we don't need drugs we're high on life and you they really do look high on life You're they like, are having so much fun <laughs> so this looks great the leader is named Michelle Rostand but he was born Jaime Gomez <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait Michelle like the girl's name Michelle or Michelle no, like, like French like Michel Ma- Michel gotcha he
1: has a super thick accent which it's actually really funny because the people a lot of members say, like, oh, you know, the funny thing about Michelle is he's actually so funny. And I'm like, this man barely speaks English. <laughs> I can't imagine him formulating a joke. Like, period. There's, I don't believe anything funny has ever come out of this man's mouth.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I have a boss who does not... I mean, English is not his first language. And I, I too, was shocked the first time he made a joke.
1: There are people... That yes, obviously, English is not their first language and they can be very funny, but this is like (laughs) not.
2: People can be funny in other languages.
1: I'm talking about in English. Like they, they can still also be funny. Just in like English. how I can't really be funny in German because I know like two fucking words. I mean, you haven't tried yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I haven't purchased Rosetta Stone. I mean, I know a lot of
0: comics where, where English is their second language, but no, I Guys, understand what you're saying. I'm not saying <laughs>
1: that you can't be funny if English isn't your first language. I'm always the offensive one on the show. <laughs> I'm always saying this shit that gets me in trouble. No, you're,
0: you're saying that from what you've seen of him speaking, from seen, he yeah, does he not doesn't seem know. humorous. Right.
1: He's, he doesn't seem like he's filled with any type of humor. He doesn't seem to... I just don't see him putting together something funny to say. Okay. And his like he's funny unintentionally because he wears a Speedo and Ray-Bans everywhere he goes. <laughs> Um, funny or
0: awesome? I
1: mean, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, anyway. Now that I've offended everyone and we lost <laughs> all of our listeners. So he had basically this hippie commune and it was vegetarian. And, you know, they all worked together and they lived off of the land. And they they just look like they are having so much fun. And they're all beautiful. And tan. And, like, this is like the Ken and Barbie cult. Amazing. And... All the men are gay. Oh, except for a couple. It.
0: I feel like I would still have a really good time in this Oh. Call.
1: I feel like that makes it more fun.
0: Yeah. I was like, perfect. So I'll start a new drag race fantasy yeah. league. It'll be wonderful. It
1: looks like so it looks like the West Hollywood gay pride parade that like decided to keep it going all year. Oh, that, <laughs> like, I
0: mean that sounds exhausting, but it, great. Yes,
1: right. But it actually is a little darker than it sounds. It's much, much darker. So many of the members actually had been through past trauma and were looking for a place to go. And which is true with so many cults, you know, they, they, they've experienced trauma they've experienced loss they don't feel connected to anything and they're looking for a deeper meaning so these a lot of these people turn to Michelle they knew people that were in the cult that were like I know this meditation group you'll feel so much better just come and again they get you with that meditation (laughs) group shit that's how they try to get me not this cult
0: it's not super surprising too because in in the gay community that happens very often too I mean it wasn't that so long ago where people would get thrown out of their homes and that's actually
1: so we're going to talk in a little bit about the documentary that was made, okay. but the guy that made it, the reason he joined Budafield was because he came out and his mom kicked him out uh-huh. and he had nowhere to go. And his sister was like, here, try this group. See what you think. Mm-hmm. And he was there for 22 years. I mean,
0: as RuPaul says, as drag queens, we choose our own family.
1: Oh, it's really great. I like that.
0: All stars starts in a couple weeks. I'm really
1: excited. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I need to tune in. Yeah. All right. So. Like I was saying, Michelle, he he really liked recruiting young, hot gay men, especially virgins. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> why could he want that? But the best thing is, well, no, it's not the best thing. It's actually terrible. He's saying you can't have sex with anybody because the orgasm is an inferior high. Yet, we will find out that... Everybody is having well, yeah, sex with everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: usually how that goes.
1: And it becomes abusive on his part.
0: An inferior high to what?
1: Life. Oh, okay. The high that can be achieved through life. You know what? Uh, I feel like he's wrong on that one. <laughs> I'm telling you, this man is wrong on a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, the whole Speedo, Ray-Ban combo. But you know what? If anyone can rock a Speedo in Ray-Bans, it's this man. I will say, Top physique. Consider the chafing,
0: though. Like, I mean, maybe he's not like me and his thighs don't touch. I, like, I don't think
1: he had. I think he there got was mad probably thigh like thigh a thigh gap. Because <laughs> he was, so he was really into ballet.
2: Oh.
1: And so much so, actually, that he made everyone practice ballet every day. He had like a ballet school. And he would make all the members do ballet for hours and hours and hours a day. And he was quite mean about it. He sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah, again, right. Like what? there's nothing funny about this man. No. So he's making them do forced ballet and not have sex with each other. Um, but they're all having sex with each other. Right. But i so anyway, they did ballet every day. They cooked, they meditated, they did yoga and they attended seminars. And, um, one of the most fascinating things, this to me, now this is funny, but again, not because he's trying to be funny. He would put together these elaborate productions and he would source costumes and fabric and everything, costume designers and everything from Los Angeles and put together these incredible costumes. And they built him, the the commune, the people in the commune built him a theater that took years and years and years and years to build. And he would like, if he didn't like something, he'd be like, I don't like it, tear it down. Start over, and they would because they just wanted to make him happy. Wow! And they build this theater. He puts on these elaborate productions, and you'll see in the documentary. It's like you think you're looking at something on the in the pantages. Like it's ridiculous. No one was allowed to attend the production. What? <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: wait! 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 Hold mm-hmm. up! Hold mm-hmm. up! So they built a pantages level, like an amazing theater. Yes. For him right. to perform mm-hmm. productions that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Guessing. No one was allowed to... Ad- were they allowed to attend? Or was Yes,
1: it- but that's it.
0: Okay, so no one outside the cult. Right. Wow.
1: But there's only like a hundred of them. Oh, God. Must and most so of them sad. were in the show. <laughs> I can... On- like, there
0: is nothing worse than a sparsely attended comedy show in a large venue, so I can't even imagine...
2: I know. I don't imagine the only audience is the
1: comedians that
2: didn't get in.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Ooh. So it was
1: pretty. I mean, again, funny, but not
0: because he's trying to be. No. No. Unintentionally hilarious.
1: Unintentionally hilarious. One of the creepy things about this group, and this is kind of how you start to know you're in a cult. They would have to lie about what they were. So they would go to movies and like all together, and they'd be like. We're a movie club, and they'd have, like, movie club t-shirts.
0: Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> See, I feel like there are a lot of movie clubs that are just people that wouldn't need t-shirts, so the fact that they went so far in their lie to make right. fake movie club t-shirts, right? that's insane.
1: Yeah. They also did the same with their <laughs> with their hiking group. They had <laughs> ecological club hiking group t-shirts. <laughs>
0: Um, is this hiking group, was it more just so they, they could like cruise each other in the forest?
1: No, they would just go hiking, but they didn't want people to think they were a cult. So they wore t-shirts that said, like, but this is definitely not a cult.
0: <laughs> if you didn't say anything about it, no one would think anything about it. No right. one would be like, that's definitely a cult. They'd be like, that's just a bunch of dudes who like to hike. Right. That's just a bunch of very attractive, <laughs> fit men. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Move it along. Oh, that's like if you... Like, oh god. Like if you have pictures you don't want anyone to see on your computer and you just save them in a folder that's like not, not porn. porn. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh.
2: What? <laughs> what
0: what are yours saved under, Mondo? Uh.
2: I don't save them. No, I That's
0: probably for the best. Yeah. yeah, no, given I mean, it's pretty smart. I'm
2: trying to find these t-shirts. <laughs>
0: Well, they're pretty much shirtless all other time. So, so, like, they go to all the trouble to make these t-shirts that are, like, definitely not a cult, nothing to see here, move it along. Right. And then they just whip those shirts off to be shirtless the whole time. Like, yeah. these shirts are the biggest waste of cult revenue I Look, think we've seen so far. Clothing is merely a suggestion. <laughs> and the suggestion is, this is a movie club, not a cult. <laughs>
1: This is just a fun factoid. It doesn't really fit in anywhere, but three members of the cult were hired by another cult restaurant, not Yellow Deli. (laughs) Wait, Um, was it Lady Sings or... No, it was ran by a faction of um, sheiks. Oh, interesting. Okay. And they hired them to make them look less culty. Because their cult members were, quote, too spacey to be waiters. So these three, like, gorgeous gay men wore traditional chic turbans to look legit. And I feel like it just looked like a politically incorrect strip club. <laughs> I feel
0: like nothing would make me feel like an authentic Indian restaurant was less legit. Yes, than like a Kendall doll in a turban. Like, just walking up to... <laughs> to just, a guy like, hi, what can I help you find? You're just like, what? (laughs) Where am I? Would you like to try our tikka masala? (laughs) That's
1: fabulous. Yeah, oh my
0: god. I mean, I do want to go to this restaurant. Oh, I
1: absolutely want to go to that restaurant. But they're not there anymore.
0: Yeah, I I also think it's funny that the thing that they thought would give it authenticity was the turban.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, it's super politically incorrect. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) So, um, so one of the things Michelle had a lot of very manipulative techniques that he would use. And one of the things that he would kind of hold over people was offering them the knowing and the knowing I know creepy would bring them. It was the ultimate experience to bring you closer to God. And if you achieved the knowing, then that means like you have seen God, God, you have like achieved enlightenment at the highest level, you're good to go. So, some people w- waited literally two decades to achieve the knowing, others would get it in like a few weeks. And did he
0: get to choose who would get it when?
1: Yes. (laughs) And sometimes he'd be like, no, you're not ready. Um, But you.
0: Yes. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. That's
1: exactly how it went.
2: Gay virgin, you say?
0: (laughs) You're in.
1: (laughs) Um, it was only offered to the privileged disciples and it offered Mm. them an intimate connection to God. How
0: intimate was it?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, (laughs) pretty damn intimate. That's what I figured. But this one, actually the knowing what it was, it was an old Hindu technique. What he would just do is press his fingers into your eyes with them closed really hard and it makes you see lights, Uh which like, I guess like if you rub your eyes, I'm doing it right now. Oh, yeah. No, so I yes. just achieved the knowing, and so did you. <laughs> we just saw God. Good. So
0: every time I have allergies, I know the hell out of the universe. Yes.
1: Um, and he would help them attach deep meaning to, any, uh, to their experience with the knowing. And um, if the desired effect was not achieved, he said it was because they weren't, quote, spiritually prepared to receive the knowing. Hmm. And this one woman, she waited decades oh my you'll see her in the documentary it's like all she wanted and he Mm. just held it over her
0: if that like if i was her after he pulled his hand away i feel like i would have just backhanded him across the face well these
1: people really i mean they worshipped him i mean he breathed life into these people they i mean you have to watch this documentary it's called holy hell it's Fantastic! It's so well done, and it's incredible because William Allen did this is twenty two years of footage that he recorded because oh he God. was their resident like film guy, and Michelle wanted him to film and document everything, not knowing that eventually things would go south. Right, right. Um, and so this is all this footage is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Twenty two years. Oh twenty two years. So. After everything went down with David Koresh in 93. Right. uh, Michelle panicked and changed his name to Andreas and moved Budafield to Austin.
0: So Jaime Michelle Andreas. Right. But he's going to move from West Hollywood to Texas. He's like, Waco was too scary. Yeah. Let's go just south. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. So they go to Austin and uh, they just up and leave and take off and... A lot of the members were like, we felt abandoned. We didn't know like what happened. Oh what, shit! Like, they didn't take everybody. No, oh. but then eventually he did send. Oh, he did for go them. Get, yeah. Okay. Um, but it was real. They all they were like, I came here because I was abandoned, and then this happened, and it was like those feelings brought back all over again. Oh wow. Andreas had many loyal members who acted as his servants, and his members were also sleep-deprived, which we know is very common in cults. Super common
0: in cults. It's an easy way to get people to do what you want.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, And they were expected to be alert at all times. One member actually lived with him for 18 years and tucked him in every night and read him bedtime stories.
0: (laughs) What kind of bedtime stories? I
1: mean blow job bedtime stories. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. So you mean bedtime stories in quotation marks. Right. No, I
1: think I actually did read him like legit bedtime stories though. Which like I mean I could night move. If someone wants to tuck me in and read me bedtime stories, I think I'm 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 cool with that.
0: My mom used to read to us from the Chronicles of Narnia. That's cool. As kids. Yeah. So by the time I got to like middle school, I had already heard all of them. That
1: is cool. Yeah. Hmm? I like that. Tell her um if she wants to do it again,
2: <laughs> Yo, Give Mom. me a call.
1: Marie wants to hear about Narnia. I do.
2: Um, but so he was getting head time stories.
0: Am I right? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for your contributions, Armand. Yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> another thing that one of he asked for was for the same member to make him fruit salads every day. This man did not just make fruit salads; they were elaborate as fuck. <laughs> he carved The Last Supper what out of that? fruit, and mind you, Andreas never ate them. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! So he just wanted to look at
0: them? Uh-huh. Um. Okay. Did you uh, find it?
1: I told you I'm not. Oh my god! Shot. You
0: found it? Okay, I gotta see this. I gotta see this. Oh my
2: god!
1: It's beautiful.
0: I told you. <laughs> Holy shit! I told you.
2: What? It is so intricate.
1: Truth is, I mean, is stranger than fiction, I'm telling you.
0: So, what does this man's resume look like? Like fruit salad, extraordinaire, book reader. You should hear my bedtime stories. You should hear my bedtime stories, and then after my headtime stories.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He was later promoted to sandwich artist at Subway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who is this? So this guy, what's
1: his name? Alan.
2: Yeah, the no, the food. The Alan. The, yeah. Oh, his name is Alan. Yeah. Oh. All right. oh well, will. His basically. He's like, hey, could you believe they turned me down at Edible Arrangements? <laughs> 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 there was so much for just that.
1: <laughs> Poor Alan. And Alan, you'll see him on the documentary as well, and he's beautiful and just like. Such a lovely soul. I love him so much, and I want him to know. What does he do now? Could you believe I work at <laughs> I forget what he does now, but he is doing better. But you know what's actually the saddest thing about this is, um, in this documentary. You can tell that these people are really torn. They're very yes. conflicted because they hate him for like everything that he did, but you can tell that like that time in their life was also lives was also so filled with joy and they still feel something for him. And mm. you can tell it's really hard for them that they struggle with. I it. get that. I mean it's tough. Yeah. It I is feel tough. for these people. Well
0: and, and it's I, the way somebody used the analogy. One time is in like domestic abuse. Like, it's no one a lot ever like that. married a monster. They married someone that they were in love with. They right. married somebody who was charming, who then turned out to be not what they expected. That's but exactly even after what happened. you leave, you don't lose the memories of happy times. And
1: that's exactly what they talk about in the documentary. And you can tell it's really hard for them. Even the ones who were abused, they're like, I know I was abused, but. And, and like I said they hate him for that but like you said they didn't get with him and follow him yeah. as a monster and yeah. so many I mean you can see the joy in those videos like mm-hmm. so much joy was had so there is a lot of conflict there for them well, and, and you never get rid of those memories I mean no. like
0: it's not like you go back and go well maybe I didn't feel joy like right. you know that you did so right. you have to reconcile the idea that you had a joyful time with someone who hurt you
1: very badly and that's Really painful. Super painful. So a part of the Buddha Field program was that you had to attend these weekly cleansings and you had to pay him $50. Okay. And it's this therapy session. Really what it was is uh, he would make sure that he would convince them to, quote, give their bodies to him. Ooh. So basically these people would pay $50 to be sexually assaulted. assaulted. Mm. And there's one man on there and he talks about how um he was in love with one of the women in the commune but dating wasn't allowed. Okay. So he like loved her from afar. But then Andreas convinced him that he needed to give his body to him and he was like I was a straight man like this yeah. didn't compute for me but he did it anyway because Andreas was so convincing. Right. So it's it's a lot of what I think happens to this poor man, like really struggled with his sexuality after that. And I feel like that happens a lot with children, like boys who Who are are molested and abused. That's like, they don't know later on, like, am I, am I gay? Or like, is this part of the abuse? Like what, what is this? And
0: this also kind of reminds me of way, way back in episode uno um, Sai Baba where he would have oh, yeah. meetings with people and jerk them off and collect the semen and save it for crafts or something. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm glad that I got to see the look on Mondo's face. And I said that,
1: um, but um, all that face tells me is that he did not listen to episode one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with that sound quality. Oh, oh hell. Oh, oh no,
0: you did not No, you did not No. Um, I'm
2: writing mean tweets. <laughs>
0: So, but but that same situation uh-uh. of, of, like, a, tr- a trusted confidant right. taking advantage of a person physically.
1: Yes. And one man in the documentary said, uh, he's like, you know, you're just a sack of meat to this person. And that is when I began to hate him. Mm. He realized, like, what was happening because he said that he would just lay there like a corpse while this was being done to him. And oh. it's so clear that he he's like, I just... Would disassociate, you know, which is what yeah. victims do. I, very often, yes. Um, a, lo- a lot of times. And so it was really hard to hear about that um, and to hear how much this went on. And it was rampant. Oof. And so one thing that was really interesting that you'll see in the documentaries, you will watch Andres' face completely morph. Oh, really? And he was completely addicted to plastic surgery. (gasps) And one of the things he would do is make the other members get it first to make sure it looked good. No. Yeah. And he looks so creepy by the end of it. Like he does not look real. He's so plastic. Oh
0: my god.
1: He look and he moves very strangely. <gasps> he he is a very creepy man. He's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. And if anyone ever left the group, Buddha fielders were told to keep tabs on them just in case they went to the cops. Ooh. So it they They get very culty. I mean, I mean, I feel like all of this pre-planning for
0: people thinking it's a cult screams that they know it's a cult and that it was intended to be a cult.
1: Nah,
2: man, didn't you see my T-shirt?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Well, it was actually a joke amongst the people in the commune. They were like, "If this is a cult, at least it's a good one." (laughs) Like, that's what they thought in the beginning. In yeah. the beginning.
0: That's what I have, pros and cons. Yeah. Mondo's making a list of pros and cons about this cult. And at the end, I, I guess we'll get an answer. on. So where are you? Are you joining? Not joining? Uh, it's 50-50. <laughs> it's still 50-50 with the
1: molestation. I mean, he's going to rape you and he's going to make you pay him to do it. But free t-shirts.
2: I mean, but
1: the fruit salads are out of the store. <laughs> you don't get those fruit salads. Only that's, he gets those fruit true. salads, and to, then he have and then he throws them away. Yeah, all you right.
0: have to make those fruit salads. I'm leaning yeah.
1: against now. Okay, and okay. you have to stay up all night.
2: I mean, I'm back I mean. In.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like and day, and you complete sleep deprivation with no um, coffee or anything to help keep you awake.
2: I'll let you know
1: where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um. A little bit more about Andreas is, uh, he desperately wanted to be famous. And this whole cult leader thing only came about once getting famous. It didn't really pan out. Right. His big claim to fame is that he was in Rosemary's Baby. Wait, what? Where?
2: Yeah. I found his IMDb page. Oh, shit.
1: He he literally, he does not, it's not a speaking role. Okay. It's not a role. He's an extra. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's like his big claim to fame. He also did gay porn. Oh, well, I mean, not, I'm not surprised
0: by that one. But uh, Rosemary's Baby, correct me if I'm wrong, it's cursed. So. That's true. This could be part of that. He is a curse. <laughs> this man <laughs> yeah. is
1: terrible. He's also trained in hypnotherapy, which is oh, really, God. really helpful when you're trying to do like mind control. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, Power stuff. suggestion. Yes. So was L. Ron Hubbard, actually. Oh, that's right. Mm hmm. Well and but this I mean, he really at the end of the day, like he was just a guy born to a wealthy Venezuelan rancher <laughs> named Jaime Gomez. Uh-huh. And now he is living in Hawaii going by Reiji, which means God King on Oahu. He walks around Lanakai in a disguise with a cane and a surgical mask.
0: What kind of disguise oh just the cane and a the cane surgical and a surgical mask. mask, yeah. Okay.
1: And he still has a ton of followers. Really? So this cult is still active.
2: Active. <gasps> in Hawaii, a, they have a shitty website and everything. Oh they do. shit! This yeah, a website.
0: But also, they're on Oahu. Like, go to Maui. I like, can't. Yeah, but there's more to do on Oahu. Oh. Well, there's there's like city and stuff on Oahu. Right. Maui's like Maui's better for cult life, though. Oh hell yeah!
1: Because you're not yeah. really going into the city when you're. Oahu is
0: like San Francisco, right? Like. In a Hawaiian island. Right. Maui is just like, yo, let's surf and put Be spam in our eggs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm glad you guys have been to Hawaii enough times to know where to start your cult.
0: Yeah, yeah. Totes. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. You guys ever been to
2: Arizona? Yes. Uh huh. Nogales, Arizona?
0: No, but I was in Flagstaff recently, and that is like ripe for the cult picking. Oh, yeah. I used to work in the produce industry,
1: and we used to get things from Nogales. Oh,
2: really? Mm-hmm. I used to work in the produce industry where I made these intricate fruit salads. (laughs) (laughs) Which I believe I worked
1: at. Edible arrangements.
2: arrangements.
1: (laughs) Um, A little bit about the documentary. Uh, Will Allen, he lived with Andreas for 18 years, left Budapult when he was 44, joined when he was 22. Wow. Um, And 22 of those years that he lived there, or sorry, 18 of those 22 years, he lived with... Andreas. That's his whole life. His whole life. And like I said, he went there after his mother forced him out once he came out as gay. Mm-hmm. And his sister introduced him to Budafield, And both of his sisters are in the documentary. So you kind of get to see yeah. their journey. Their names are Cristala and Gina. One of the things they talk about in the documentary is how you had to do service nonstop, which was just community service on the commune. So working on the land and cooking and maintaining it. I mean, yeah.
0: anytime you've got a commune doesn't run itself.
1: One of the things that, uh, Andreas did to Will was he told him that God came to him and told him he was going to be in a terrible car accident and die. So he would tell them things like this in order to keep them loyal. And to, and he's like, but as long as you do this, you'll be fine.
0: Oh, jeez. And he would do
1: that with the cleansings as well. So he would say like, oh, something terrible is going to happen to you. But if you have sex with me, you'll be fine. Because, yeah. No. Just manipulate all these people. You're and- going to be
0: fine. But if you find some pineapple for the tears on this salad castle. Right. <laughs>
1: And and it was one of those things that no one talked about. So, like, no right. one knew. They didn't want to say anything to anyone else. So, no one knew that anyone else was going through it. Oh, for that's a really long time. That was the
0: same thing in Sai Baba, where it was like two years of abuse and no one spoke up about it because no everyone wanted to think that they were achieving some sort of higher enlightened state and not being molested. And, I mean, I get it. Like, no one wants to think that they're
1: being abused. That's a horrible realization. It's a terrible realization. Yeah. And he also would make them do exercises to practice in case the FBI came, because he started to get really paranoid about, obviously, being a cult that is pretty rapey. (laughs) Pretty. Um, You know. So
2: Very
1: pretty. And (laughs) And here's one of the things he did that... Being me, I find this to be pretty terrible. Not as bad as rape, but pretty bad. He made a girl give back a puppy she adopted <laughs> because he didn't like dogs. <laughs> because he didn't like dogs. Yes,
0: this is kind of like the last one where he was like, "Yeah, send the children away. I don't need any football right. craps." Yeah. It's just like here.
1: that. But Will Allen he did a lot of videos for them, like promotional type videos. And one of the things that he made was this belly dancing video. And is he belly dancing in it? No, he's not, but there's women, there's a bunch of others belly dancing in it. And it's a femme fatale video that is against female sexuality. What? Very bizarre. We need to watch that. Fuck that. Yeah. No,
0: no, unacceptable.
1: Right. And I also think it's pretty ironic because he, his whole thing was like the body means nothing the body means nothing but he'd make them work out like nonstop, and he was doing fucking plastic surgery all the time constantly but the body means nothing Well, this
0: is kind of like do you remember when we watched that why video and she had like all kinds of plastic surgery done yeah and then was like you know my i am not my body my body's just a vessel my body's just a vessel and you're just like okay but that vessel has like some New
1: lips. That vessel cost you one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to reconstruct. Yeah, I
0: don't even want to know how much that stuff costs.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, he's actually he is actually a lot like the last guy because like one woman did get pregnant and he made her get an abortion.
0: Scientology has a history of forced abortions as well. It's so wrong. So rough.
1: He told them. He told her he would kick her out if she had the baby. Oh, and then a big thing I forgot to include. So. One guy talks about how he would cry during sex Uh, because it was torture for him. Painful. Yeah. And one thing Andres would do, and this goes back to his hypnotherapy training, is he'd say... Let's go down the stairs. Let's take you back to who you're resisting. So he would make him think that like, Oh, the only reason you're crying during sex is because you're thinking about something traumatic that happened to you. Who wronged you as a child. That's who you're resisting right oh, no. now. That's why you're crying. And this guy was like, so I would do that. And then at the end of it, I was thanking him. <gasps> oh, So he's like, it was a complete mind fuck because he's like, he knows he's being raped. Yeah. And then, Andreas convinces him that it's not about that. That's not why he's upset. And then at the end, he's thanking him for raping him. Oh God. Which is so gut-wrenching to think about. That's horrifying. It's awful. It makes me nauseous to think about like what these people went through. Oh my God. Yeah. One thing he did, and I'm sorry, I went to bitch sesh last night, so everything is relating back to (laughs) To real Real housewives. Housewives. (laughs) But um, he made one girl fake cancer. So that she told everyone that she had cancer so that he could heal it, quote unquote, and everyone would see. But
0: she knew she didn't have cancer. Oh, my God. Did she stay in the cult after that? Uh, For a while. What? Yeah. See, that would make me so angry because I'd be like,
1: well, now I know you're faking. Right. Oh. But so this cult is still active. Most of these members are no longer in. Right. There are still a few original members left, oh God. which blows my mind. Like even knowing everything yeah. that he has done to people, they're still part of it.
0: Now, was he doing the cleansings with everybody or just a select few?
1: Everyone did the cleansings, but two, it does not sound like everyone was having, was being attacked. Okay. So I don't think it happened to every woman. Okay. I think some were. Okay. It's kind of unclear gotcha. if everybody was, but most people were, um, and especially, like I said, especially the men. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's pretty hard to watch. Yeah. It sucks because like I said, it starts out where you're like, this looks like the best day ever. Right. And it ends in just tragedy. And like I said, the the hardest part for me definitely was the guy who said, Let's go back down the stairs and Oof. take you back to your assistant, and then having him thank him at the end. That That's to me really up. is like the ultimate abuse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you've not only abused someone physically, but you have also abused them mentally.
1: Right. And convinced them that you're helping them.
0: Yeah. That's the stat. I mean, it's the Oof. ultimate betrayal of trust. in 100%. the sense that You know, you can no longer trust this person and your safety corporeally around them. Right. But at the same time, you can't trust them in an emotional
1: way. Right. Like, it's, oh, it's horrible. Right. Yeah. So once it kind of came to light and everybody started realizing what was happening, people really started to leave. Which is why he then... Hit the road to Hawaii. Right. And started over. And he was in hiding for a little bit. But <laughs> Which road? The water road.
0: <laughs> the figurative road. Uh, I don't know if you know, but they mostly studied the sea Do school.
2: <laughs> yeah. like
1: well played. You're welcome. So... Anyway, that's Budafield. Oh my god, that's horrifying! Please check out Will Allen's documentary. Holy hell, it will blow your mind. It is, it's. Oh, Michelle Andreas Reiji is so Jaime is so <laughs> creepy.
0: Well, this is it, this is one that was recommended to us a bunch, so I'm glad that we finally got to it. But like. Oh my god! I hope god. I did it justice. Do you have a picture of him with all the plastic surgery?
1: Actually, the post I put up the other day where I was like twenty thousand followers, twenty thousand. Oh, that, that was him. That was him. That was. I was wondering who that was, and I was like, "Who's this person wearing a mask?" <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, he. Let me see here. Michelle Rostam. Rosta. Also, thank you for listening. Thanks for over oh, yeah, twenty thousand. That downloads. seriously is so. We. I mean, I know that like. <laughs>
2: This is a chef. With this
1: one's his my favorite. Same name. Oh. This one's my favorite. Oh. 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 Um. And you can tell he thinks he looks damn good in these photos. He reminds me of
0: just personality wise Luca Magnata. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh. hundred percent Luca Magnata. <laughs> that that episode of Sword and Scale haunts me. Oh
0: my God. It's so good, but it's so bad. <laughs> like,
1: it's so bad. Uh, but this guy is the ultimate narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: pros and cons. Where, where oh, are we standing?
1: Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, before we do that, cause oh, yeah. I didn't finish my sentence. Yes. Go ahead. I forgot. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I forgot what I was. I went off a different direction, but thank you so much everyone for listening, because I know that when we started this, we were like, hey, this will be a cool thing to do. Yeah. And like, we did not think, at least I did not think. No, not that at all. anyone beyond the people I know would listen. <laughs> I know. I
0: was like, it could be maybe a couple of the people that like follow me on Facebook. Yeah.
1: And so. I was like, yeah, I could probably get a few people to listen. We weren't expecting this. So this yeah. is so cool. Thank you so much. And uh, we will keep working on these episodes. And we are loving all of your suggestions. Yeah. Less so the ones about how our sound quality <laughs> sucks than the previous episodes. Cause <laughs> we
0: Marie is salty today. I'm salty, guys. Um, and thank you. Thank you for sending your suggestions. In. We have a huge yeah. long list of amazing things that we're going to have to eventually get to. So I'm pretty
1: excited. Cause I was like, Oh God, I hope we don't run out of cults. <laughs> we're Prayers not gonna, answered. Not gonna. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so if we haven't gotten to the one you've sent us, just be patient. Yeah.
1: We'll get there. Yeah.
0: It's gotten to a point where we get at least one or two a week now, mm-hmm. which is crazy.
1: Yeah. It's, it is good. And I was pretty excited. One of you messaged me and it was, or well, you messaged the. The Instagram, the Instagram but it's actually I saw that message and it's one of the ones it's what one I'm going to do next week so I'm, I'm so stoked about that I'm too I'm excited too
0: yeah it'll be fun
1: mm-hmm. um but now we're going to hear Mondo's pros and cons list about this cult and if you choose wrong <laughs> you are so fired but you're not please don't go anywhere we need you
2: I uh I also just wanted to say thank you uh to the, to the fans for not complaining about me yet
0: i will probably change
2: after Yet. this. All right, so here's my pros and cons list. Uh, pros, beautiful people. Cons, I'm not beautiful. <laughs> oh, oh nice. you're beautiful to us. I'm Um <laughs> Pro, get a part in a play. Con, no one will see it. <laughs> pro, awesome fruit salads. Yeah. Con, can't eat fruit salads. So sad. Uh, pro, gay men, less competition. Con can't have sex. (laughs) Pro. That's true. That's
0: like, it's a little Cassandra Prophetess of Doom kind of thing where you always know the bad things that are going to happen, but nobody believes you. You you have all the women at your disposal and you can't have sex with any of them.
2: Uh, Pro apparently can have sex. (laughs) Con, it's molestation. (laughs) With a a creepy guy with a plastic face. Uh, Final verdict wouldn't join. Might visit. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I, You know what? I could get that. I could get that. Get some Hawaiian mixed plate. Maybe I'm behind some that. Pole.
1: I can get behind that because, I mean, the the, water, the waterfall swimming looks like a lot of fun.
0: Now, here's the thing that now I'm thinking of. Because they're all, like, he's, he, he's super strict, right? Yeah. Are they, like, ordered to waterfall swim? <laughs> no it's like you cliff diving duty you will get in
2: there and you will have fun
1: i think that i don't think he's oh i summoned siri unintentionally that bitch
0: siri would you join this cult
1: she probably would she i feel like she does a lot of what i ask <laughs> um, i mean it took
0: me months to get siri to let her call me funny bitch on my phone so. Really? yeah she at first would not do it Damn robots. Surprising.
1: Um, another thing that I kind of forgot to mention that's pretty important. Three former members that you'll see in the documentary talk about how they were in their 50s when they got out. And they had no idea how to build relationships, build careers, nothing. So they really oh had to lean on each other still. So they actually some of them are like a lot of the members are, former members are still really close.
0: Right. Because um, you only know the people who've been through the things that you've been through. Right.
1: And so they are thankful for that bond that they had together. Um, but I can't even imagine trying to figure out how to build relationships, careers, function. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, so late in life. And, um, because they know people who are still in it, they don't really want to attack it because they still love those people and oh, they yeah. don't want Do you see what I'm saying? No, totally. It feels like a family to them still. So they don't really want to attack it much. So it's a real, again, it just adds to that conflict that they have. A lot of the victims for a long time even protected him. Really? So they didn't. They didn't want anything bad to happen to him. So, it really was like Stockholm Syndrome to the max. Mm-hmm. So, Alan actually, in 2003, had gotten a job and started rat-holing money in case uh-huh. he needed to leave. Good call. Yeah. So Good that Alan. I know. So, well done there. Um, but, unfortunately, that didn't really work out. Not everybody had that foresight. But he did live with him. So, he kind of could see...
0: Yeah. I and mean, he was closest to the madness. Right.
1: Right. So... Yeah.
0: Well, thank you. Um I guess for this one we'll say don't trust people with plastic faces and don't drink the Hawaiian punch.
1: If anyone says, "Hey, I'm thinking of getting a nose job, but I want you to get one first so I know if it looks good." Don't do it.
0: Yeah, don't do that.
1: Um don't pay your therapist and then make like have them tell you that you need to have sex with them if you're going to get better. Don't do that either. Don't do... I mean, unless
0: it's like the set of a porno and that's the plot. Yeah. But don't do that. But
1: that's different. Yeah. Um, Don't throw away fruit salads. (laughs) Don't throw away fruit salads. Especially if you're going to make the last supper out of it. Right? That's gorgeous. Beautiful. And most importantly,
0: don't drink... (laughs) Most importantly, (laughs) don't drink the
1: Kool-Aid. Don't drink it, guys.